welcome to That Idiot in the Elevator. My name is Claudia Liu, and welcome to Season 2. This is a child-unfriendly podcast featuring mature topics and foul language, so if you have children in the room, they probably shouldn't be here for this. Um, thanks for joining me for another season. That's right, That Idiot in the, bo- that idiot in the Elevator is a two-season podcast. Um, I took a long-ass break from the podcast, mainly because a little burnt out, a shitty semester, um, a lot of stuff on my plate, but I'm back because I missed it. I really enjoyed doing this, and I realized the solution to my problem in terms of the podcast is changing the format. This is not a continuous podcast. I don't put things out every single week. I do it based on seasons. So welcome to season two, um, right? I fully intended to start putting up episodes at the beginning of January, Um, but once again, not an organized person, did not happen, and I have already recorded this intro episode once before, but I was listening back to it just to, you know, check, see if I had horrible pauses, whatever, and I'm not gonna lie, I absolutely hated listening to it. I could not stop swallowing into the freaking mic. Um, you could hear, like, a bajillion pauses, you could hear, like, me moving around, it was just honest shit. And I'll be honest, the podcast in general is very rambly. It's very stream of um, thought, which I personally do not mind. I do not putting do not mind putting that out there. And I don't mind that that is a reflection of me because, frankly, I am just like a stream of consciousness kind of person. It was just too much. So today I decided not worth even trying to fix it. I'm just going to redo it. And my favorite thing personally is I like to start off a season with like a shorter episode because for me, it's more of an intro. It's more of a getting our feet wet and getting back in the game. So I don't really mind having a shorter episode and I'd rather have it sound like I'd rather it be a product that I'm not irritated with listening to it myself Um, and instead really excited to do this. So because we're starting a new season and because we're starting this in the new year, I wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions. Now, obviously, most people make these resolutions at the very beginning of the year or maybe they make it at the very end of 2018. So they're ready to jump into the new year. Um, But I don't really think it matters what time you do it or when you choose to do it. In fact, I think I personally love resolutions and I love the concept of putting positive energy and positive intentions out in the world. So if you haven't made a New Year's resolution, that's okay. You don't have to make it a New Year's resolution. You could just have a resolution for yourself. But I am a huge fan of New Year's resolutions as as well as all resolutions. I'm personally in the type of person to like just change my resolution throughout the year, add things, remove things, change it as it suits me. But I wanted to share my New Year's resolutions because some of it is very reflective of the podcast and some of it is just reflective of the things I learned last year and how I need to shift my expectations of myself and others. So the very first thing that I want to mention, though not necessarily like number one priority as far as New Year's resolutions, is this podcast is a seasons podcast. (laughs) Last semester, I sort of beat myself up for not continuously producing episodes and recording episodes. And I was disappointed, firstly, because I do enjoy this. And secondly, I was disappointed that even though I enjoy this, I couldn't get myself to do it. 
And I think that was one unfair to myself to beat myself up over something that's supposed to bring me joy, not stress. I think I had this expectation because of most of the podcasts that I like find myself listening to most consistently are continuous podcasts. But I recently found some podcasts um, that do function as seasons and that like sort of opened up my perception of this. Um, And I think seasons is the way to go for me. I think I can handle clumps of production and like pauses in between and that might be a more functional way for me to do this. So my first New Year's resolution that I want to share with you guys is that um, the podcast is in seasons. Perhaps my life is in seasons and that's why like I have on seasons and off seasons and that is totally chill. Um, So welcome to season two many seasons to come hopefully i'm really excited about that and i think that shift in mentality has been very important for me going into 2019 new year just continuing the podcast now some of my other new year's resolutions are a bit more concept based i switch every year some years are like very specific like i want to hit this gpa i want to hit this weight whether i'm losing weight or trying to be able to lift weight um things like that Um, But this year, it didn't really serve that much purpose in doing that. I still wrote some more specific things, but generally, my resolutions are very vague. Um, My first one is that, the first one that I wrote in like my journal, for example, is I want to live life doing things that bring me joy, not things that I think I should do. Last year, and a lot of, I would say, my college experience, I've been doing things that I think I should do for the sake of reaching a certain goal or whatever. And I sacrifice a lot of things in the process to do what I think I should do, not things that I want to do. And it sort of came to a halt last semester when I realized I was doing a certain major because I thought I should be doing it, not because I wanted to do it and I liked the way the curriculum was anymore. So I dropped a major. I dropped my human biology major, not because I'm not interested in human biology, but because the programming here, the curriculum here, And the faculty or like the whole environment around human biology here was not what I wanted. Like I wanted to feel like it was a passion, whereas here I felt like it was a chore. So I dropped it. It made me feel at first a little hesitant and a little bit concerned that I would feel like a failure in like a month or a week. Like I was concerned that in the future I would regret this. I haven't regretted it one bit since I've made that decision. Um, And... I think that was very representative of a lot of things that I just had to leave behind in 2018 in order to make time and make space for things that actually do bring me joy. Um, So, so far, 2019 is off to a good start with that mentality. I was afraid that, you know, like January blues was going to like bring this joy goal to a halt. But so far, so good. Hopefully I don't jinx myself. Knock on wood. Um, But going into like my next thing, it's just like doing more things that bring me joy and satisfaction in the place of things that I thought I should be doing for the sake of meeting someone else's expectations. And I think that turns into, for me, like doing more painting, more creative things, going to workout classes, spending more time doing things that purely bring me joy. I also think that translates into relationships in some ways. I think A lot of people I know are the type of people that when they are feeling lonely, they pursue relationships as a concept, like they go on dating apps and they do whatever. And that's totally fine. I'm not saying that's bad, 
But I am saying that it does not work for me and that does not bring me any joy. I'm not the type of person to find joy in relationships for the sake of being in relationships. And I am very comfortable being a single person. And like, I think that has also like shaped how I treat life. Like I'm not going to reach out and like try all these new things because I think those are the things that should bring me joy and those are the things that could bring me joy. But rather I'm going to like, experience life as it comes at me and if I find things that bring me joy or if I find people who bring me joy in those moments I want to have the acknowledgement and have the insight in myself to know like hey you are enjoying this moment you are enjoying this per- person let them know be intentional about it ensure that that person or thing remains in your life and brings you joy and so I'm pursuing things that bring me joy in that sense but I'm not going to spend my time looking for other people or other things to bring me joy when I'm looking to find that in myself, which is really exciting as a concept. And I really feel like a self-help book right now as I'm saying this, and maybe that's a little cringeworthy for you or even for me as I listen back to this later. But I think for me, that's the right move right now. I mentioned this a moment ago, like leaving stuff behind in 2018. Um, I am leaving behind expectations of friends that are unfair. I'm leaving behind expectations of myself that are unfair and like a family and I'm leaving that behind in 2018. But I also realize I need more boundaries and I don't have them right now. I don't have that many boundaries. And I have said this before on the podcast that I don't really have secrets. I don't. I'll tell people whatever. I don't really care. And for me, that's not the same thing as having boundaries. I am a fairly open book. I don't have that many secrets and that's fine. But there are boundaries of in terms of relationships and friends and family and who gets to take my time and who gets to use my energy in certain ways. And I think that is where I need to take boundaries because I have allowed myself to be indisposable or at people's disposal at any time, any place, for whatever reason. And I think in some ways that's me being a good sister, a good friend, a good daughter, whatever. But in some ways I'm looking back and I'm realizing that that was unfair to myself. I sacrificed a lot of things for myself last semester, last year, for other people because I thought that's what it meant to be a good friend, to be a good sister, to be a good person in a relationship, whatever. Um, But it didn't work. Like, It didn't maintain relationships in a certain way. It didn't foster trust in certain ways. Like, it just hurt me in the end. Um, So, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm putting up boundaries. I'm saying, like, look, there are things that I don't want to talk about with you. Or I think that we can't talk about because it's unfair to me or it's unfair to you. And I'm learning to set up boundaries because that is not something I've ever done before. And I'm being very explicit about it. Like, I'm telling people, like, look, I'm no longer comfortable talking about these things. I know in the past I would be an open book. I'd be all ears. But turns out I think it makes me more uncomfortable. It sets unfair standards for myself. And it's just not something that benefits me. And I hope you can find someone else who you feel comfortable talking about with this or who can serve this role in your life. But I can't always be that person. And that's one of my goals, to set up more boundaries that are like responsible boundaries that can foster relationships and can protect good parts of relationships whereas before I had no boundaries and therefore there are things 
that, you know, perhaps in another life would have destroyed friendships, destroyed relationships, whatnot. Um, but overall, my New Year's resolution is just to go into things with optimism and hope. I think a lot of things last year compiled on top of each other and made me feeling, made me feel very um, negative and concerned when I should be like excited about things. So those are like my overarching, overarching conceptual goals, just ensuring that I'm doing things that bring me joy, dropping things that I think I should do, even though they aren't things I actually want to be doing. Learning to set boundaries and learning how to like have an optimistic outlook on my life and my experiences. And it's all a process. I'm not there yet, but it is like conceptually something I'm very excited to work on. I also have a little bit more specific goals. Um, last year, I tried to prioritize school in an effort to like make things work. Um, when in the end, I really should have just dropped a major. You know, like that was part of the issue. I couldn't see that. I there was no way to make it work, and instead, I sacrificed a lot of other things that I really enjoy. So a lot of my goals for this year that are more specific are bringing things back that I sort of ignored, like working out. I really did stop working out especially the second half of 2018 I just like stopped I was like no I need to work on studying I need to do all these other commitments and frankly um my mental health went to shit in part because I stopped working out um so you know that's got to change and I do enjoy working out like I'm fully aware of it and I do realize now that it is not something that is actually worth sacrificing it is not something I will consider sacrificing in the future because for me, it is a need. And I think for everyone working out to some degree is a need, but like I started taking workout classes with friends and like, that is something I need to like consistently do. Cause like it brings me a lot of joy and it sort of clears my mind too. Um, I also have like a random lame, not lame, but like boring classic kind of goal. I really want to do a pull up. I've never been able to do a pull up. Like I cannot lift my own body weight, but I really want to be able to do that this year. Um, Another one of my goals is honestly to develop stronger relationships with professors. I really enjoy the kind of relationships I do have with some professors right now. Like there are three professors in particular where I like stop in their office and like just chat and like ask them for advice about my future and like whatever. And I'm really thankful for those kind of relationships. So I think my goal is to like, like if I find teachers who I think I could really learn from or connect with like enjoy those kind of like professional relationships and really like lean into those because I really enjoyed them so far and I think it's really like it's one of those moments where it's like yes listen to your elders like obviously these people aren't that much older but it's really been beneficial in the past to like have those kind of relationships to get guidance from and to like learn more about myself almost through the conversations with them and then as far as like personally I really want to get back into like photography, film, writing, and painting. Those are all things that I used to do in like childhood and stuff like that. And I honestly cannot remember why I stopped. So, and I still enjoy all of them. Like I still love painting. I still love writing. So I think one of my goals is to do that. I no longer have Friday classes. So I have genuinely, literally devoted that day personally as my creative day. Like uh, this is already, I think the third week of class and like the first Friday off I literally woke up still at like 8 or 9 a.m. and just sat down and started painting for half the morning. I was dancing around. I was writing and it was just like a genuinely great day. I read half of a book and like 
my roommates came home at the end of the day and they're like how like how's your day I was like honestly it was genuinely amazing like I've never had so much fun by myself in such a long time so I think if I can keep that up that'll be great um obviously some days I might have to do stuff on Fridays because like I have a full day to get shit done but if I can, if I can be organized, if I can make that a priority, those are creative days. I'm looking forward to having a lot more of those. And lastly, I think I want to learn how to be a bit more vulnerable. Now, I say a lot of times that I'm an open book, and for me, that's not vulnerability anymore. For me, that's just like transparency. Like, I don't have many secrets. I don't have much that I hold on to that's private or super secret. But to me, vulnerability is... um more than just telling people surface stuff it's um being able to communicate when you are feeling nervous scared or like having intimate moments with people and I'm not someone who does that very easily I've figured out because I think I'm very good at putting on a facade of vulnerability because I'm an open book and because a lot of people might interpret that as in vulnerability but I know myself better than that and that's not what that is for me so I think I need to learn more about what that means for me um And finding ways to allow myself to trust people and allow myself to be vulnerable with people, include like friends, family, relationships, all of the above. Um, Because there are very few people who I actually am vulnerable with. And I'm very thankful for those kind of relationships that I do have. Um, But I also think I'm doing myself a disservice by not letting people in. Um, So those are my goals for this year. Those are my resolutions. To be honest, though, I'll probably add some more as the year goes on. I like revisiting it halfway through the year, at least. Um, And maybe I'll share those kind of revelations throughout the year. But I am really looking forward to this season. I'm really looking forward to 2018, I mean 2019, and what it has to offer. And thank you so much for tuning in to That Idiot in the Elevator. I'm Claudia Liu, and I'll catch you next week for another episode. Bye. (laughs) Bye.